Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the order operator of this podcast. With me this week, live and in living color in studio, is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, son, this uh, holiday season. All right, this holiday season. Days away from break, from holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, all coming soon. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678 to join in on the podcast. And you can find us across all social media at Sports. So let's talk about a week, the week that was, week 15 in the NFL. Uh, the Rams coming off the firing of Jeff Fisher continue to do what they do best, and that's lose in their division, 24-3. to But that was the most exciting game to watch, I thought, and mainly based on the strategy of the Rams coach, which is the son of Jim Fossil. Jim Fossil yeah. is John Fossil. Yeah, and of course uh, the fired coach, Jeff Fisher, his son... Is still on a staff. That's, it's still running the defense. Uncomfortable. Well, the defense wasn't too much of the problem. However, the head coach was the big problem, and it didn't look too but good. But look at the chances he took in those games. I mean, going forward, fourth down in his own territory. Which, I mean, I, he was bringing it. It, it. it was fun to watch. I mean, it might not have been uh, fourth down in uh, in Rams in the red zone. They were trying. They knew that we we. I don't know how often we're yeah. going to get here, so let's make sure we have but, every you chance know, we can. As fans, we all want an honest effort in sports, and they were we bringing do. it. We do. Uh, you hear about this often um, with the fire coach. You know, the team sort of rallies around. Uh, hey, look, they tried. The, they tried some trickery. Something. Well, it's to a really great get. message. I mean, if the the top dog goes, uh, you know, the puppy's got to pay attention. True, but in this case, uh, they ran into a bit of a buzzsaw in uh, Seattle with the uh, lime green uniforms, which I kind of like. But I you know I tell you what I did like on the uniforms for the Rams. They went with the white horn, which was like old fit. school. That was Merlin Olson. That was old uh, school. Yeah, Deacon Jones. Uh, yeah, sure. So that that was that. Uh, and then more embarrassing news: the Jets uh, collapse again on national television. They actually kept it close, 16-13 at halftime. They were losing, and then it all fell apart. A blocked punt returned for a touchdown, and then a couple other touchdowns, 34-13. to uh, Late in the game, uh, the Jets uh, manage a field goal, and then on the f- ensuing kickoff, they neglect to go for the uh, onside <laughs> kick, just kick it away. Uh, I tell you what, if Todd Bowles sticks around, it's not. It, it's just it's not going to be good for anybody. Well, I'm thinking of how the mood the mood has swung from when they beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Oh, that was week two. Week two, and I actually said I thought they looked good on both sides of the ball. Matt Forte uh, ran for what two, three touchdowns? Who, I think in that game. Who knew that was <sighs> the beginning of the end? And yes, but I guess we didn't really take into account how Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. First of all, in 2000, what 2015. They had a very weak schedule. They played against the easiest schedule. And that Ryan Fitzpatrick, a lot of his interceptions last year were drops. Like a lot of the, there were a lot of drops on what would have been interceptions last year. So we just didn't think about it as fans and as uh, statisticians. Like, look. Is that part of the randomness of the game? There's a lot of randomness to the game. Other games, uh, the Giants uh, in a battle of uh, playoff teams beat the Lions in. East Rutherford, seventeen to six, and the line, and the quarterback has 
what is it, he has a fractured middle finger or whatever? Uh, yeah, I think hand? a torn ligament in his middle Something. finger. He was wearing the that makeshift glove, like not quite the finger glove. It still but... seemed like he had some zip on it. No, he did. It didn't affect him too much, so which was which was good to see. Ravens beat uh, the Eagles in a close one, twenty-seven to twenty-six. Although it didn't seem that close if you watched the game. Bengals had a lead over the Steelers, couldn't hold it. So Steelers come off twenty-four twenty, which sets up a which we'll get to a Christmas Day. Christmas night game, pretty pretty much for the title. How long can Marvin Lewis hang on? Uh, as long as Mike Brown doesn't want to spend money, and that can go on for a very long time. That's Look, a good uh, point. To be fair, it's the first time they haven't been to the playoffs in what five, six years, right. something like that. So you, the same, you look around at the league and the ones who sort of stay. Same thing with as many people as say somebody like Jason Garrett should have lost his job, and how how does Jerry Jones keep it on? Well, first of all, for both of them, one. Jerry Jones is rich. Mike Brown is not, but they don't. <laughs> but they both have something in common. They don't want to spend money. So right. instead of paying paying millions and millions for the super coach, they say, "Well, we'll pay for somebody who doesn't give us a seven or nine or a two win." But he finally has a relationship season. with a coach that uh, actually gets along with. Oh, with uh, Jones? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, this is not a this is not a you know another eight hundred pound gorilla like there's. There's enough to go around. Right. So, in any case, Colts surprisingly beat up on the Vikings defense, the vaunted uh, Vikings defense, 34-6. to What everybody said, I mean, Luck was injured. He's got at least five maladies on him, and there's no offensive line. Everybody and thought no defense. And no defense, and everybody thought, oh, this was the game. Adrian Peterson made his uh, return, but he ran six times for 22 but, yards and fumbled the ball. But Luck, as they say in the trade, can make it rain. Yes, and he definitely did. Packers, um, in a game they really should have had handled, and then the fourth quarter, uh, Matt Barkley uh, came back and uh, almost beat the Packers, but the Packers pulled it out 30-27. to Bears actually tied the game with only a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, but the Packers pulled it out. Uh, very shocking game. The Chiefs I put up 14 early on in the game. That game was over. But then the Titans made their way back. That's why they're in playoff hunt for uh, the dark AFC horse? South. AFC South, absolutely. Uh, the whole AFC South is a dark horse until they have to play a playoff game. Uh, but we'll get to that too. So, yeah. And, of course, the uh, the freeze the kicker just before they kick the ball. They kick it, miss it, and then the kicker goes, <laughs> all right, well, now I, all right, I got that out of my system. And then kicks the wing field goal. Uh, I think the reaction shot of uh, Andy Reid when he missed it was, what have I done? Right. Uh-oh, I've made a huge mistake. Am I back in Philly? <laughs> the Texans beat the Jaguars 21-20, so they stay in the hunt after they take out uh, Brock Osweiler to the roar of the Texans crowd. The uh, what, $72 million man gets yeah, the pulled. Hired, the hired gun. For Tom Savage. Tom Savage goes something like six for six. Rutgers and, star. And, uh, local kid. And they come back and beat the Jaguars, and then because of that... Speaking of fired coaches, the Jaguars finally get rid of Gus Bradley. Has anybody taken any more money without a gun than him? <laughs> Again, a lot of these coaches, that, a lot of these owners, depending on whether they're the rich outside of the league, and this is you know ownership is a is a play toy for them, True. or if it's their family business, they don't want to just spend all this money on one coach and then go, oh, well, you know, what are we going to do? So they try to now I, I'm. We'll get to this later, but I think the Jaguars are better off sticking with Doug Marone. 
I mean, this is a guy who did very well in Buffalo with a very good defense. He did. He was uh, for Syracuse. Yes, Syracuse guy. You know, he was he was up there with the Bills. I mean, he yeah, had a really good. They def- weren't buying this message. No, and then they brought in Rex, and he, you know. Rex might also be is pretty much on the way out too. So uh, I'll just touch upon it now. The Jaguars, maybe, I think, maybe uh, Rex and Christie can get a room together. <laughs> maybe. Oh, there you go. Rex and Christie in the middays. Saints beat up on the Cardinals, forty-eight, forty-one. Uh, Falcons uh, overcame the bounce. That's a hundred-point score in over in three straight weeks. The Falcons. Yeah, they they beat the bounce, forty-one to thirteen. I mean, you can say it's the Niners, but still, that's four weeks. Over a hundred point, over like a hundred. Now that puts them in elite territory. Yeah, you're talking about like the what? Oh seven Patriots when they went undefeated. The '98 Vikings. Forty Niners could do it. The forty. Uh, well, the '80s, like the Montana Forty Niners. You mean the young Forty Niners? Which ones? Or just in general? We're talking about Montana. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Montana ones. So yeah, I mean, rarefied air. Um, but the problem is they still give up points. Even thirteen to the Forty Niners seems like a lot. Well, you know, their uh, futures line is eighteen to one. And um, I'm that, thinking that's an overlay if you're in elite territory. You're probably right. That defense, though, can't stop many. Speaking of big defense, the Broncos were able to hold the Patriots to a couple of field goals, but also they gave up a touchdown and had no offense. So Patriots go in and, quote-unquote, avenge the uh, championship lo- game loss 16-3. They're, to they're three. on a roll? Uh, maybe. Oh, Hopefully what about not. them picking up this wide receiver with a DWI? I mean, the guy's sleeping. Uh, and at a what an intersection or whatever something like that he he blew a point to basically he was like twice or three times the legal limit in Arizona and uh what i have learned from this situation if you're going to get if you're going to get pull a d uh, in any state never Arizona they've got some strict laws yeah and, and i've seen some of that uh, jail day camp they have down there oh you don't want to mess with that so michael floyd was uh, signed but you ain't going to see him you ain't going to see him no more that's oh, the the Patriots are not going to put him anywhere near the field. First of all, he's not ready for them, but also... Is that true? Oh, yeah. Basically, th- when they signed him, they were like, yeah, yeah, we took all the precautions, we looked at all the stuff, and then this video comes out, and they're like, ah, you know what, uh, you know, maybe we missed something, well, I mean, I, guess. I thought they were experts with video. Well, they're also experts with uh, morale and the Patriot way, and, oh, Aaron Hernandez, that's right. Moving on, the Raiders... Enough said. Be- <laughs> enough, said. <laughs> enough said. Raiders beat the Chargers 1916. Cowboys... Pull out an exciting one. Uh, the <laughs> the best recap I saw about this game, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, was that um, Irving, the defensive lineman for the Cowboys, was chasing after Winston like he had some crab legs in his shirt, <laughs> uh, referencing uh, when Jameis Winston uh, <laughs> right. stole some uh, crab legs That's when he was in college. Um, so, yeah, but, it, but it's still a good game. Buccaneers kept it close, but, yeah, that Irving, boy. That guy came alive in that game. And then to finish it off, the Panthers, whether it's um, uh, a late hit out of bounds or Jonathan Stewart losing his face mask. Losing his face How's mask. How is that possible? I don't know, but it came, fell off his helmet during a play. See, people neglect maintenance. <laughs> Beat the uh, the Redskins 26-15 on, uh, on Monday night. So let's talk about week seventeen, uh, week sixteen in the NFL. Christmas. Now remember, it says Christmas falls on a Sunday, and the NFL likes to stay off of that. I mean, they'll have two games on Christmas night, but uh, they, for the most part, they stay off of that day. Uh, so Christmas Eve is your is your main Saturday stretch of games. Uh, currently, as we're recording this Thursday night, the Giants and the Eagles are playing their big game. Uh, Philly currently has a lead of fourteen to three. Second quarter, f- uh, eight thirty. 
Uh, and clock. and and uh, Eli already had an interception. Yeah, Eli had a pick six. Uh, they've been talking all broadcast about Beckham getting double covered well, by I'm the safety over the top. A, what's with him? Is that a brain fart or a colon cough? Or I've I heard there? statistics in terms of performance, like the ratings, the quarterback ratings in terms of just performance, overall performance. Like Bryce Petty is doing a better job than him. Like in just his like Eli is having a terrible year. To the point where people are saying, well, maybe we should add e- uh, Odell Beckham to the MVP candidacy, not just the quarterbacks. Let's talk about him. So, But he's not a good uh, role model for the league, is he? Who, Beckham? Yeah. Well, I don't think there's a lot of good role models left. I mean, even your even your quote-unquote good ones are still getting in trouble because they uh, – Deflate footballs, or you know, they're uh, they cut off their family. Oh, every gunslinger is looking for an edge, right? However, I did see a, um, a statistic released by the league that um, what was it? Arrests are down like three t- like three times less arrests than in the previous years. So things might be going well for them, or they're better at getting away with it. Well, that might also be the truth too. Um, oh, speaking of the Giants. Giants got a fine $50,000 and a loss of a draft pick because of the use of walkie-talkies in their game against the um, uh, the Cowboys. Because there there wasn't a cutoff point, they could continue speaking, where normally with the original equipment, they couldn't. Yeah. Um, you, you'll hear about this because sometimes on the back of the helmets, there are a little like green sticker that says, this is radio. You know, the, the head right. coaches can talk to them up until like, I think 10 seconds or 15 seconds left on the play clock. Well, when those go down, then the team is allowed to use walkie-talkies. And apparently, after communication was then re-upped, like it was okay. All right, we have the headset. Were these made up. in New England? Uh, maybe. Um, and then I've heard people say, like, oh, wow, it's happened to the Giants. How come there's no uh, outcry? Well, look, the league responded. Now, it's not one player who's getting it. But look, I mean, they're f- what they did was akin to what the Falcons did when they pumped in crowd noise. Uh, into the uh, Georgia Dome, what, two seasons ago? True. And they got slapped pretty good. But also, this wasn't one player being a giant part of it. And also, they turned over all the proper uh, cell phones. And, and all full the, disclosure. Full disclosure. Not I dropped my, I, I submerged my, uh, my cell phone in Clorox, and then uh, <laughs> I, I just break them. You know, I'm famous. Meanwhile, the, you know, the deflator is here. The deflator is named in another text message. Right, and the poor guy in the locker room, uh, his uh, reputation is Yeah, he goes into the bathroom for 10 minutes and comes out, oh, the balls, I don't know what happened. Uh, So who do you like this week? Uh, What are some best bets of the week, Dad? Well, I was going to like the uh, Giants. Giants. Now, the Giants at the time, depending on when, you know, Vegas had it up to, I think, three and a half, two and a half. Yeah, it was two and a half, I saw. And then according to Thursday at about, I heard about four o'clock, 3.30, the line then changed to the Eagles uh, minus one yeah, and a half. shocking. Well, a couple things. Lane Johnson, 10-game uh, suspension was up. He is the big right tackle for the um, for the Eagles. And he actually uh, has uh, been a big part of this game. Darren Sproles had something like a 40-yard run, basically off of uh, off-right tackle. Well, I I think what that line move shows is the efficiency of the market. True. Good point. Good point. Also, uh, Janoris Jenkins was ruled out for the game. He's a big-time corner for them, for the Eagles, or for the Giants, I should say. So aside from that game, do you have any others that you were looking at? Well, I was looking at the Cowboys. Cowboys are... Um, where are they? Hmm. K- 
Cowboys. Why do I not see the Cowboys? Cowboys, Monday night, 7.5 over the Lions in Dallas. Boy, they're playing a lot of primetime games, but um, you know, well, quote I mean, America's team. Well, they flexed them in the last three weeks, right? Yeah, I know, which I, which is pretty unheard of. Cause well, their ratings should... were down, and they blamed the election, so now they get their most popular product and feature that, mm-hmm. and sure. America's team. I mean, whoever, whoever, and speaking of elections, who had that one? Um, well, same people that had Brexit. <laughs> so seven and a half for the Cowboys over the Lions. Yeah, I could see that. That's a, that's a pretty good one. Any others that you were noticing that you were... I tell you what, this Colts one, the Raiders are. I think they're six, five and two at home, and they're at home three and a half over the Colts. I could see them covering that one. That's a Packers seven and a half over Vikings. That could be a good one too. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. Gosh, that's a tough one. I mean, pretty much if the Dolphins win, they're they're almost in. I think they have to one or two more things break for them, but and they got to win. Rex is fighting for his life. Rex, he's done it before. And they've responded. I mean, last week it was a game against the Browns, and there was, oh, okay, that's a simple thing. Like, it's hard to lose against the Browns. Again, you know, Browns and Chargers. Chargers have been so up and down. They don't have Melvin Gordon. Could the Browns pull that game out? Maybe, but I don't know. Do you think they're going to go without a victory? It's likely. It's likely. I mean, it, it doesn't really have a stigma now because there's so much turnover in the league. I mean, the draft, not yeah, that a good but, draft's coming up. I mean, Cleveland is the mistake by the lake. It is. It really, it really is. Um, so, yeah, those are some ones that I was noticing. Uh, oh, wait, hold on a second. I've just been handed uh, a breaking news story. Hold on a second. Uh, so it says, now, I know it's uh, football season and basketball season, but can you believe it that the Bulls are versing the Bears? What? 9 a.m. Christmas Day on WOR 710 New York. Uh, folks, I got to tell you about this. This is not just a game. This is a classic matchup. And to that effect, I'd like to welcome a new listener aboard today. Yes, Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, speaking about the NFL. Uh, Josh Jelinski is the financial quarterback. He hosts the financial quarterback show 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturdays and 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on 710 WOR in New York, the home of the New York Mets as well. I listen to them frequently. Now, Josh Jelinski has only is the only live financial call-in show in the major market radio. He's a young, talented, and truly an up-and-coming star in the world of financial advisors. Now, Josh Jelinski has been on Comcast, CNN, CNBC. He's been quoted in U.S. News and World Report, and the list goes on and on. He teaches people how they may be able to lower risk, minimize taxes, and maximize their wealth. He's available for a no-cost, no-cost one-hour review of all your matters financially. And you can do that by calling 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-J-O-S-H. You can use a touchstone phone for that one, I believe. Now, some might call him a down-and-distance play caller, but uh, he finds out where you are in the finan- on the financial field. He finds out where you are on the financial field <laughs> and where you need to get to, maybe the end zone, maybe to the red zone, wherever you need to go. Now, as Josh would say, don't go it alone. You don't have to. So get in the huddle now with the financial quarterback and let him customize a financial game plan for you. You can reach him at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Merry Christmas, Josh. Merry Christmas to Josh. And get your popcorn ready for the Bulls and the Bears. 9 a.m. Christmas Day on WOR. And the Bulls, 
They're uh, f- formidable defense. <laughs> they are uh, in basketball. They're uh, hard to penetrate? Uh, probably. Uh, speaking about the NBA, uh, Russell Westbrook has been having quite the season so far, but it, uh, what can you say about the Warriors? Golden State Warriors are keeping it up, and you know they're not they're not going undefeated. You're not going to see another seventy what seventy two and nine, seventy three and nine season again. But they're doing well, uh, and it's probably going to be the Warriors and Cavaliers. You can already see it this early in the right. season. It's going to happen. Uh, the uh, Eagles take a twenty one to six lead over the. Uh, Giants in that game. Uh, moving over to the uh, Major League Baseball, the uh, the Indians just signed a deal with Edwin Encarnacion, three years, $65 million, uh, which gives them a big bat in the middle of that lineup, and the Blue Jays are slowly imploding uh, on themselves, um, so it doesn't look good for them. Um, Boston. And Boston. Uh, Boston traded Clay Buckholtz. They got rid of another starter, or they got rid of a starter, I should say, not another starter, which I think is going to kind of hurt them. They moved them to the Phillies, uh, which worries me as a Met fan to see him a couple times a year. But, you know, the Red Sox are just trying to make some room, cash, you know, try and think about the future. They gave up a lot for, for Chris Sale, trying to get a couple things back. So Well, they will spend money. Oh, yeah, they Excuse will. Me, they will spend money. Yeah, they will. They, they'll do it. So you got to, don't be, don't be concerned with that. Um, moving over to um, college football. College football. Uh, we've got a couple bowls so far. None too big. None too. Unless you're a uh, Western Kentucky University fan. Um, but in the Division D, uh, was it uh, football? Uh, what is it? Football Championship Series. The FCS. Yes. yes. Uh, we have James Madison University, and I believe fourth it's ranked. fourth ranked uh, Dukes. Um, Go Dukes! Beat up on Carson Wentz's uh, alma mater in the uh, Fargo Dome. Well, they had five straight championships. North Dakota in State in the uh, F- FCS. What kicked it off? Division was, double, was beating, Division 2A. Was beating JMU. That kicked off their streak, and now JMU went up there and ended it. Yeah. That's a talented team. It really is. Um, so that game, I think, is going to be... January 7th. January 7th. So that's going to be... Frisco, Texas. I think that's going to be right bef- the day before the um, championship game. And so. your 97-year-old grandfather has it marked on his calendar. <laughs> the oldest uh, living um, uh, season ticket holder for the uh, James Madison University Dukes. Go Dukes! Uh, speaking of college, let's go over to college basketball. Um Big story at a Duke, Grayson Allen. Boy, if there's not a name that's quite fitting for the Dukes and why people dislike the Dukes. Right. Um, the Duke University, I should say. Um, yeah, Grayson Allen, uh, in a fit of rage, kicks uh, another player behind the leg, gets called with a technical, and just pretty much throws a big temper tantrum. Um, and he's pretty much uh, suspended indefinitely for uh, from the Blue Devils. So if you don't like Duke, then you really won't like them anymore. Or you might maybe like, hey, they did the right thing, got rid of him. But, you know, there's just a lot of smug players that play for Duke. It really It's been is. that way. It's been that way for a long time. People hated Christian Leitner because they were like, look at this rich boy. I know. But really, Christian Leitner came from like a pretty poor town in, in like the you know Buff- western New York area, Buffalo. But everybody just thought, look at this prissy boy. Look right, at this right, guy. Yeah. So, well, that's Harvard of the South, isn't it? Um, yeah, Duke University is Harvard of the South. Uh, oh, one more thing with college football. Um, Leonard Fournette, who's pretty much going to be, 
He's compared to Ezekiel Elliott. He's going to be the first running back taken in the draft, people say. And uh, Christian McCaffrey, son of Ed McCaffrey, running back for Stanford, are both sitting out their bowl games. Now, don't forget, these are not college playoff bowl games that they're playing. It's right. the Sun Bowl and uh, the Outback So what, bowl. they don't want to risk injury? They don't want to risk injury. I think, uh, you know, there have been some other players who have done that in the past. Um, uh, the most notable would be the linebacker uh, for the Texans. Oh, Clowney? Yeah. Remember, yeah. he didn't want well, to play he, at the end. Well, his senior year, yeah. Well, well yeah, but well, he had that big hit on that Michigan. Uh, that was what brought him into uh, a public, uh, the public eye was that hit, and I think it was the Outback Bowl, uh, South Carolina versus Michigan, where he knocked the helmet off the running back from Michigan. Um, and he be, was a number one or two pick. And he was a number that. one pick because the following year he took the whole season off. He sat out. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. So it's been done before. Yeah, it has. Um, you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot more of this. To the point where now, uh, I mean, honestly, if you want to want to fix this all, I mean, the next step is obviously to go to either a six or an eight team playoff for the college football playoffs uh, championship. Yeah, and then when they get to eight, they'll want ten. No, 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 no. Because then you're going to be like, well, then we have to let in, you know, the but third look at basketball. What are you up to now? Right, I know, but basketball is easy. You can do that in back to back games. You need right. five games. True. You need. I mean, this is. You know, it's it's football. Football is definitely different. That's like saying, how come you know boxers can't fight like every month, or even UFC fighters? It's not like they fight every week. You need some time off. So with right. with football, you need that. But it, so here's what you do: you do a six or an eighteen playoff. Those opening round playoff games have it be the New Mexico Bowl. Have it be you know Alabama versus Central Michigan at uh, the Las Vegas Bowl on December seventeenth. There you go, first round, December seventeenth. Then you don't need to do one till what the twenty, you know, the twenty third. Then you can go to some place like uh, Bahamas for the Bahamas Bowl, or you can go over to the Dollar General Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, where it might as well just be a home game for Alabama. So then you can have it where it's then a semifinal game on December thirty first or January first, whatever it is, and then you've got enough time. And you can't bring up the student athlete part of it. Come on, let's let's not kid ourselves and think like, well, when are they going to study for finals, guys? Please, y- you know how this works. You know when they said that. So um, they're more like part-time students and full-time workers. Well, I think that's obvious. I but mean, how many that doesn't work well for you? How many uh, times? Education? How many times? To- of course it doesn't. But I mean, at this point, when you're talking about one, you know, colleges deciding, hey, let's try to unionize or. You know, hey, these kids should be given like a little financial bubble. So I think, because don't forget, these colleges get billions uh, overall, right? For the licensing fees, um, for the television coverage, uh, from the bowl um, operators and managers. Like, hey, come so you on. think they should be paid? I think they'd. I, I like the idea of the nest egg at the end. You graduate here. Here's a cut of your sum. Here's you know, like they do for the World Series shares. No, there goes amateur athletics, like the. Olympics. But you give it to them after. I mean, as soon as they sign with a agent, they're no longer an amateur. Then they get the shoe deals. Then they get this, right. that, and the other thing. So if you keep it, all right, you graduated. Are you leaving here? There you go. Here's your here's your little sum. Here's your little nest egg, and okay. go off and do what you want, or get. Uh, Get drafted, or so. So it's apparently, some are being paid under the table. Well, so so we can't act like it doesn't Lease happen. Cars and right. So else. you know, would you rather things be illegal or legal with um, some clauses? 
Right. You know, it depends on how you look at it. So with all these big names coming down, and I've, I think in a couple of years when we really see the effects of um, less and less kids playing football at the very lower levels, peewee and like the under 10 football leagues, when you see that those numbers have dropped and then they eventually go into high school and those numbers drop a little bit, not drastically, right. but a little bit, and then it gets to colleges and then those are smallers, you know, and you're going to be seeing less teams um, maybe in like the Division 2A. Or maybe in like, I don't know, uh, I remember, who was it, University of Alabama, Birmingham got rid of their program. So you think uh, based on health issues? I think part of it, and also just the numbers. Like, well, we can either try and give money out to this guy who is a one-star recruit. We have a team full of one-star well, recruits. Why how, do we bother How about that? insisting on uh, proper tackling where, where that reduces? Well, I, think, I mean, you know, where they can go to the side, to the shoulder. Like, I mean, do it like they did in the old days. I mean, the old days, the, the helmets weren't that good, and the guys didn't want to stick their mug in there. I don't blame so, them. And you see those old tackles the way they were. They, they, they were sure and certain as, as any other kind. No, so, you're absolutely right. You know, when you protect somebody's head, they're going to you know, think it's uh, in, you know not vulnerable anymore and no, use I, it as a weapon. You are absolutely right about that. I think that is part of it. Um, but just, you know, one of those things, I'm, I'm not a, a, I, I right. can't tell the future, but... You know, I think that you might. It, I think you have a point. I think there's something to it. So if you want to fix a lot of these, hey, how come this big name guy, you know, we had LSU come, but we can't see this great guy play. All right. Well, maybe you should re really reconsider where their priorities are and where your priorities are. Because don't forget, they're giving up their body and they're starting the clock on what is a short timer for them right. for your uh, pride and for the boosters, and for what you consider important. They're grist for the mill. Yes. Meanwhile, when they get to the NFL, they go, how come his knee blew out after a season? What happened? Oh, that was a lot of work he put on it. So why why do it in such a big Got spot it. like that? So, All right, Dad. Well, thank you very much for joining me this thank week. Thank you, son. Uh, again, thank you very much to Josh Jelinski for his input. And uh, we'll see you for Hanukkah and Christmas. Absolutely. I'm and glad you put Hanukkah first because uh, well, technically. The, the Jews were first. And, and Jesus, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> That's true. And Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> and um, uh, also Hanukkah uh, start, the first night of Hanukkah is uh, Christmas Eve. So. Oh, perfect. I personally, perfect. as personally somebody who uh, celebrates both, I enjoy that they fall at the same time. I'm, I'm liking it. Yes, because then it just all kind of goes together right Great. into New Year's. All right. Well, thank you very much. Our number again is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. Andrew, please take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.